Hi, this is Catching the Sun Podcast. I'm Danielle Bellew, and my passion is helping others enjoy life to its fullest, just as I do, through amazing food, wine, spirits, and travel. I am a certified travel advisor and owner of Catching the Sun. I help fellow travelers just like you design your perfect vacation with spectacular food, drink, and destinations curated just for you. Let's meet here each week and we'll circle the globe together to discover all the culinary and travel delights the world has to offer. Let's go catch the sun. Hi, welcome to episode three of Catching the Sun podcast. Today we're going to eat like a local, Spanish food. So when you think of Spanish food, tell me what places do you think of? I know I think about Mexico for one thing. I don't know why, but that's the first thing that pops into my mind is for Spanish food, I'm going to think of Mexico. Maybe I'll think of Spain. So for today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to travel a little bit further. We're going to be Spanish locals for the day. I'm going to tell you even today how I even ended up in Spain right after a frightening world event that happened right in the middle of one of their major cities. We're going to talk about that later. But first, why don't we talk about just a little bit of history with Spain? I know with many people, they like a little bit, just a little bit of history, know something about the region that they want to go to and visit. Then we're going to delve even deeper into six of Spain's food regions. Well, I'm going to talk about some of the highlights of each one. And then I'll talk about my personal experience there in Spain. So one thing about Spanish food that it's known for is that it's simple, comforting, and most important, fresh. Their history is really quite interesting We go from the banning of alcohol to actually the explosion of producing olive oil. So that's quite a quite a change there, isn't it? So Spanish cuisine, their influence actually comes from all over. You've got things from the Caribbean, North and Central America and even South America. But two ingredients that you're going to find everywhere is going to be olive oil and garlic. I know some people have that. uh, I don't know about garlic, but hey. If everyone's smelling like garlic, it's okay. I love garlic. So now let's check out these six food regions. We're going to start in the southern part of Spain and Andalusia, or in Spanish, it's called Analutia. I'm going to practice some of my Spanish with you today, too. (laughs) I don't promise it's going to be, it's going to sound well. It's been a minute. But in Spanish, it's called Analutia. So the southern part of Spain, you're actually bordering on the Mediterranean, the Atlantic, Portugal. Yeah, those are some wonderful sites for sure. And popular cities there, two of them are Cadiz and Seville. Now, Seville is known for the flamenco, that traditional dance, competitions, fashions. I know what you're thinking. Party, party. Yes, indeed. So Also, if you're not the party type, they do have beautiful parks, that sandy, beautiful coastline, because you're right there on the Mediterranean, UNESCO World Heritage Sites, too. I know some people wonder, they may see that word a lot, UNESCO, U-N-E-S-C-O. What does that mean? Well, a World Heritage Site is actually a landmark or area that has legal protection 
by the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. So that's why you got all those letters, U-N-E-S-C-O. So it's designated for having that cultural, historical, scientific, or some other form of significance. There are quite a few around the world, and it's always nice to be able to see one of those World Heritage Sites when you're visiting a country because they have that designation. So now the region of Andalusia is famous for deep fried fish. Yes, if you like things that are fried and you like fish, you can't get any better than that. (laughs) Iberian ham, oxtail soup, gazpacho, Spanish omelet, and Personally, I love their sherries. Oh, they're so delicious. So that's Andalusia. Second, let's head north. We're going to go to the Pyrenees. Now, these mountains actually form a wall between France and Spain. So if you're into outdoor sports, this is the place for you. They've got the snow-capped mountains. You can go skiing, hiking, and even in the springtime, you've got river rafting. I love river rafting. That is one of the funnest things to do. So much fun. Now, in the Pyrenees, you're going to find dishes that include fresh tomatoes, onions, sautéed peppers, and chilindrones, which is a hearty Spanish stew that's made with chicken, venison, wild boar, or beef. You should see my face right now when I said wild boar. I'm like this. (laughs) But it might be good. Got to try it. So third, let's stop off at the Eastern region. Now, this has some popular cities of Valencia and Mercea. So it's right on the coast. You can go there for beach time. You know, if it's on the coast, you're going to have those unspooled rocky coves away from the crowds, or you can be right in the heart of it all. You know, this region is the birthplace of the Spanish paella. Mm, I know many people know about paella. That's a very popular Spanish dish. So in the Eastern region, that's where you're going to enjoy these rice-based dishes. So you can even get them with squid ink fish or even rabbit. Love rabbit. Okay, let's travel some more. Let's go to the fourth region. Now, this is a favorite, Central Spain. So if you're looking for a wide variety of sights and scenery, this this is the place for you. How about castles? fields of sunflowers, steep snowy peaks, hot desert landscapes. Yeah, we've run the entire gamut here for for sure. You get it all in central Spain. The most popular cities there are Madrid and Lyon. They also have many other UNESCO World Heritage sites here too. Madrid is absolutely amazing. If you're looking for a metropolitan city city, this is the place for you. They have everything going on in Madrid. So many different types of foods to choose from. You get the more robust menu here. A lot of foods focused on roasted meats. Um, Comfort food, that's what we definitely see in Central Spain, a lot of comfort food. So you're looking at the Spanish stews, garlic soup, manchego cheese. Oh, love cheese. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a tip. When we were there in Madrid, they have a nice um, transit system where you can go from different zones. 
I mean, to get to anything you want to. I mean, everything is very easy to to um, be able to take transit, public transportation to and get to it. Taking the train, I didn't realize that the main center was actually a zone that had to be counted. Something I won't forget, that's for sure. So when you're checking out the art, culture, food scene there, just remember if you're taking public transportation in those zones, you got to make sure to count that middle zone. I was told that many tourists also do the same mistake that I did. (laughs) So that's just one of the tips that I'm able to provide when we plan your trip together. Are you a wine drinker or are you a whiskey connoisseur? Would you like to know some tips when it comes to wine or whiskey? You can listen to the eight top tips for visiting wineries and distilleries or check it out in my ebook. You can find this on my website at catchingthesun.com. Now let's move on to our fifth region, which is Northern Spain. Now this region is actually argued that their food is like the best food, wine, landscape, hands down in the entire region of Spain. So you have to go and check it out to see and compare for yourself. But this region actually borders on France and Portugal. So it's called Basque country is one part of it. Anything you eat here, one thing you have definitely got to try is pincho. Now, what are pinchos? Pinchos are bite-sized flavor bombs topped with everything from seared green peppers, cheese, fresh octopus, to cured ham, croquettes, sausages. Oh, my goodness. Are we naming anything that you like yet? (laughs) So they're just like tapas. Now, you know, tapas are small plates and they're served at bars and taverns. So you can go to any bar and get something different. So how about that type of bar hopping? (laughs) You can get something different at every place you go. So Northern Spain is the place to go if you really love something different and really want to see, okay, is this the best Mediterranean seafood dishes in the country? You can try it out and see. Okay, let's get to our sixth and final region. That is Catalonia. Now, the most popular city here, of course, is Barcelona. Most people have heard of Barcelona. It's in the northeastern part of the country. You've got a range of beach resorts, mountains, so different things, places to go and see and things to do for sure. You'll see a heavy influence in this area from Italy, France, and the Mediterranean. So Catalonia is known for their Catalan food, which is bursting with lots of flavor, fusion foods. So you have things like salt cod, sausage and beans, meat and mixed vegetable stew. You've got so many things to choose from. So now I'm going to talk about how I ended up in Barcelona, Spain, right after a frightening world event that happened right in the middle of the city. So as you know, I'm always in planning mode. This is just my natural thing that I always do. So I was just waiting for a great travel opportunity to go somewhere. And one actually came across my desk I will never forget. It had all of these different places to fly to from where I live, which is right outside of Charleston. It has an airport that goes 
we can go pretty much anywhere with a connection. <laughs> so we were able to get flights to Barcelona for less than $400 per person. So I just told my husband, oh, just pick a place. It doesn't even matter. I mean, at that price, it does not matter where we're going. We're going somewhere in Europe for sure. And so we picked Barcelona. So we had never gone to Barcelona before, but I absolutely love Europe. And we said, okay, let's go check it out. We had some friends that love Barcelona too. They could not wait for us to get there. So the week before we left, that's when that event happened right in Barcelona. I tell you, it was pretty scary. But here's another tip. How thankful I was to have travel insurance because I had a choice that, okay, if I wanted to cancel, I could and get my money back that I had already paid, or I could go ahead and if we had any other mishaps or any things that happened, I would be covered. So we decided, hey, let's go for it. Just be extra careful, watch for our surroundings. And I tell you, it was one of the best trips we had ever taken. So in Barcelona, we had a hotel that we stayed at that was convenient, of course, to public transportation. You know, that's one of my things. I love to to be able to be like a local. I, I love it, actually. So just getting around, being able to see the sights. So one of the days we did a day tour and we decided, okay, well, let's go to the Museum of Music. It was included in our day tour. We weren't sure how it was going to be, you know, if it was going to be boring, if it was going to just be all about Spanish music. We, we just really weren't sure. So when we got there, it was like, okay, well, this is a nice surprise because actually the museum had instruments from all over the world. They had instruments from every country you could possibly think of, and even instruments that dated back to like 17, 1800s. So we were able to see and get the history of music from all over, not just in Spain, but to see the connection also too of the instruments and the music from each country to the next was quite amazing. So at the end of the tour though, we had a amazing, exciting surprise at the end of the tour of the museum. So at the end of the tour at the museum, we actually were in a room. There was a, a nice sized room that ha had all of these instruments that we could play. So they had everything you could think of. I mean, one of my favorites is guitar. I've always wanted to learn guitar. So of course, that was the first instrument that I picked up. <laughs> I think my husband, he's like, I want to try the cello. So we're trying out different instruments. We're not saying that we were good, but hey, it gave us an opportunity to at least try. And it was so much fun. It was so cool. It was so cool. We really enjoyed it so much. So after we enjoyed our time at the Museum of Music, we went to a restaurant. So this restaurant I did find on Instagram at the time, and it's called La Paradetta Familia. Now, it was right around the corner um, from La Sagrada Familia, um, the Basilica of La Sagrada. You can see my Spanish. <laughs> so it was right around the corner, and it had all of these stipulations with it. So like you had to go between a certain time, you had to be in line, 
Um, you had to make sure that you order. It was almost like uh, soup Nazi off of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing. This was the freshest seafood I had ever had. I mean, you could literally see that like they had just come in off of the boat, brought it in, put it on ice. You come in, place your order, tell them how you want it cooked. And it was absolutely fabulous. It, I love fresh seafood. And this was absolutely, this is what Spain is known for, fresh food. So that was one I definitely enjoyed and wanted to share with you. So I'm looking forward to actually doing a culinary food and wine-based tour the next time I go with Bliss Travels. Hashtag Bliss Travels. So if you want to see more pictures of this trip that we took, you can hop onto my website, check out my blog page on Spain, and I'll include a link to it also in my show notes too, so you can get to it quickly. So if a culinary adventure through Spain sounds like your type of travel, then you're just like me. And having had this personal experience and exclusive context there too, I'd love to help you fulfill your next gastro travel experience there. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's journey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at catchingthesun.com and I'll help you relax, explore, and enjoy catching the sun on your next amazing gastro travel experience.